0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com/slash. Watch out for fireballs. Over one hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: My name is Gary Butterfield.
0: I'm sorry. Who are you? Uh, my name.
1: Oh, it's well. It's a week later.
0: <laughs> my name true. is
1: Thanksgiving Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Veterans Day
0: Lewis Butterfield. Yep, my, my, I am Election Day Ross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and you're listening to uh, Watch Out for Fireballs episode, uh, yeah. where we are reading the your responses to Eternal Darkness. Yeah,
0: a game that we loved, and we want we want to find out. Do you love it too?
1: Yeah, it turns out three of you do. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean more more of you that yeah. love that. I, so. I was expecting a few more responses about this. Yeah, me too. Um just because i i
0: you know I love this so much, mm-hmm. but it 's okay um you might get started with Tim. Yes. So Tim says via contact, The only strong memory I have about Eternal Darkness was one of the particular sanity effects that I fell for completely. But to understand why takes a bit of backstory. During the early days of the PS2, there was a demo for a game called Extermination. A friend of mine had, uh, had and enjoyed the demo, so he rented the full game when it came out. We noticed that the demo disc and the actual game disc looked identical. Uh, so being the shitty teens that we were, we decided to return the demo to Blockbuster and keep the full version of the game. Ooh. Oh, wow. That is... Diabolical. Wow. Fast, for... teens. <laughs> Fast forward a year or so later, uh, when I rented Eternal Darkness. After one of the early chapters, I got a to-be-continued Eternal Darkness <laughs> coming soon <laughs> screen, And I thought for sure I was a victim to somebody who had the same genius idea uh, we did with Extermination. <laughs> That's great. I was about to rip the disc out of the GameCube and look for any sign that it was a demo when there was a flash and I was back to the game. I felt some combination of embarrassment, relief, and shame. Good work, Eternal Darkness. Yeah, that's great. The emotional palette. Yeah. Wow. That's good.
1: Um, It goes to say how the the sanity effects are harmless unless you do something about them. Yeah. You know? Similar to how invisible bugs on your skin are harmless unless you start picking at them. (laughs) You know? And, and then it's not. So, like, yeah, if you do that or if you, you know, get up... And like, if you get up to plug back in your controller, you very well could be killed by a real monster while you're <laughs> doing it. A real monster? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a floor floor grabber? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's a good story. Yeah. I like that story a lot. Mm-hmm. What's Joni say? Uh, Joni says, Eternal Darkness was a good game, which had interesting had an interesting layered story and great atmosphere. I always played it in a way that I got the sanity effects... Some of the effects were silly, like the blue screen and room full of ammo, but others, like the bleeding paint in, bleeding paintings, haunted me when I went to sleep. I was always prepared for changes and differences, and was never sure what would happen. Few times, I didn't even notice anything was wrong. I hope this game someday gets its sequel. Now, Stanley Parable has some of the same kind of feel to it, where you prepare for something to happen, but never know what it will be. Uh, yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. I just forgot yeah, to go. No, that's okay. Um Yeah. Um, that's a, that's an interesting parallel mm-hmm. um, because they they both do have that kind of unpredictability mm-hmm. to them. Um, where but Stanley Parable is a, kind of about that in a way. Like it's not as it's not necessarily specific, explicitly playing with sanity. It's playing with another kind of convention. And mm-hmm. I don't, Cole has not played it to completion. I don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah. Um, but the uh, it's interesting. You're, you're right in that you don't. There's a little bit of a blurring of the line of like what is to be what's part of the intended experience and what isn't.
0: Mm-hmm. And finally, Michael says via contact, Eternal Darkness was probably my favorite game on the GameCube. When when it first came out, I remember a lot of people writing it off as a Resident Evil clone, and I think that, unfortunately, hurt a lot of their sales. I picked it up for cheap at some point because I was intrigued by the concept of the sanity meter, and I was almost instantly hooked. One of my favorite things about the game was the way that it told its story. None of its characters you play as fit the typical video game hero or video game anti-hero stereotypes. Most of them are sympathetic. Every man's caught up in a horror story through no fault of their own. I think the empathy you have for these characters is part of what makes the game so scary. I care a lot more about the plight of Dr. Maximilian of than any Resident Evil character, so I'm more invested in their emotional terrors. The sanity meter is great. The Lovecraftian theme is great. The voice acting is astounding. I, uh, the, game, uh, sorry, the gameplay is fun, though a little dated and repetitive by today's standards. Pious Augustus was a great character I could never get enough of. That feeling you get when you start to realize that each person who encounters the tomb w- will almost certainly die. Then watching them die at the end, that was great. And the final boss, uh, boss fight at the end where you get to play as every character as they face off against uh, Augustus, that was also great. Great, great, great. It's great. Ah! (laughs) The worst thing about Eternal Darkness, aside from the unfortunate subheading, Sanity's Requiem, yeah, that is pretty bad, (laughs) um, (laughs) was having to see it at every single used video game store uh, I went to for the following five to eight years. Um, after it was released, it was always priced like 15 to $20 below all the other GameCube games. Every single retailer of GameCube games had multiple copies, way under price, just sitting there, unbought, as a glowing symbol and a reminder that society has turned its back on this game, as an eternal, as an, as an eternal reminder uh, that there would never be a sequel. It's enough to drive a man insane.
1: That, that's interesting that it was undervalued yeah. for that. Like, I don't think I spent a lot of money on it. I think <clears> I got mine for like 20 Mm-hmm. But I don't remember ever seeing it clogging the shelves I uh, like
0: When I was in high school, this was like roughly 2005, um, I bought my girlfriend for her birthday, I believe. Um, if not, it was just like a random thing. Um, this and the remake, and they were like $7 a piece. Huh. Yeah. And then no, I bought a, my copy uh, for like 10
1: That's a good $15 right yeah, there. No, right? That, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Because um, I would think this has the, all the marks of like an Atlas-style hard to get a hold of you know limited print run thing but yeah. i guess it's first party in nintendo
0: yeah so they would so they have like, produced made a, a lot of them.
1: expecting yeah. it was going to be you know everything we do is gold <laughs> um you know, the kind of uh, mentality to it mm-hmm. and it didn't uh, didn't end up working out that way mm-hmm. for them i wish it was i mean it is expensive now i mean you can get it for cheaper if you don't uh don't care about the box and all that stuff yeah um but you know get it like you definitely have a wii everybody's got a wii at this point
0: mm-hmm. get it get it get it just make and sure you it, don't have that shitty wii that doesn't play gamecube games
1: what shitty we is that?
0: Uh, the most recent one. It's like the Wii oh, Mini, okay. or yeah, like oh, that they, sucks. they they just took the the GameCube functionality out of it.
1: I mean, I guess you you can get a GameCube for like twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. At this point, you know,
1: um, but uh, yeah, that that's that's lousy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, grab right. it and uh, in back in time. I, I know that feeling too, where you see something for so cheap, mm-hmm. and you're just upset that there are people who haven't bought it yet. Mm-hmm. Like there's six copies of the you know the Fallout 1 and 2 double pack and jewel case for $5 at this Walmart. Why are there six <laughs> copies left? What's wrong with you, DeKalb, Illinois? You want to ah. buy you
0: want to buy them to protect them.
1: Yeah, or just to give them out yeah. to people like know that this is a gift unlike <laughs> any other.
0: Um, yeah. But,
1: yeah. I used to be like that a little bit with um and it's not because it's kind of a shitty port, but the um the PlayStation 2 DSX. Yeah. Uh, because that's how I first played it and I didn't really have anything to compare it to. Mm -hmm. at the time so i was just real into it yeah um i didn't get my gaming pc until a little bit bit later um so i would see that for because i mean that you know would be in the bargain that was like with maddens and shit yeah in the in the bargain section in the middle of the store where they don't even alphabetize things and i would want oh this is two dollars i should just buy like all three copies of this just to give to
0: people just to hand out yeah
1: and would sometimes do like i would just be like here you know play this game it's really great Mm -hmm. you know it's a sloppy interface but it's you know amazing yeah so Hmm. Yeah. Um, so thanks everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks for that. And, and good on you with yeah. your, your eternal darkness love.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any thoughts on fallout Two, uh, it's stuckfeedtv contact, pick, watch out for fireballs from the drop down menu. And that goes right to me.
1: Yeah. Yep. And, uh, and, and then it goes right back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're always looking for, for responses, um, by way of admin stuff, um, listen to our other shows, mm-hmm. read and review us on iTunes, um, you know, buy our albums, read our blogs, Yep. Um follow us on Twitters, go yep. on Facebook. We're everywhere you want to be. Yeah, essentially we're everywhere except for Tumblr, which there <laughs> is one and it's not updated because I'm all social media now.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and Tumblr's um, exhausting. <laughs> Tumblr is
1: exhausting, but it's it's social media magic. Like mm-hmm. people people love it and it confuses your friends' content for yours, so it
0: <laughs> insidiously gets
1: into people's you know, people love it. Mm-hmm. It works it works wonders for promotion. It just it's hard to maintain. Yep. So if you're interested in interning at nutsy.tv <laughs> and want to maintain our Tumblr, uh, um, yeah. please
0: send an email. Cool. Um, but, yeah. yeah, in the meantime, uh, have some deleted scenes. Logging mm. in to the old notes. To the old notesy. That's yep. what we call her. Yep. Um, Trick your friends into the old notesy. Psst. Let's oh, see a man God.
1: gaping his butthole. And notes spill out.
0: <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh man! Well, what year was uh, Eternal Darkness published? Just okay. Open up a little no. wider. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gross. Um, Pretty gross. Yeah, that's. I
1: think we can all agree that goatee is gross. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that you know <laughs> it's
1: this, the link we all agree on.
0: D- d- despite despite all of the uh, you know division and strife in this country, you know the discourse, uh, I think that that is something that can bring us all together. That mm-hmm. man pulling his butt apart can bring us all together. Yeah, <laughs> he, he changed the world. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's had uh, more impact on the world than you and I ever will. This is true. Like more people have like that man's butthole.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it was just.
1: I, I, that's I, the alpha.
0: I wonder. The omega. <laughs> I wonder if it's still true that uh oh man you just gave me some like weird Yannis imagery where right. like it's <laughs> it's a gateway between two worlds sent this an ass on both ends <laughs> i wonder if it's still true but uh for for a while there um you know just because the GoatSea.cx uh, re- uh domain registry lapsed after the uh, the christmas islands uh went you know like yeah maybe we shouldn't have this uh but then it came back as an email registrar
1: hmm
0: so you could like for for a while, yeah, it might get, st- yeah. it, it might still be true, but you could get you could get Gary at goatsy. Uh,
1: yeah, I think um, like Gary never is at goatsy.
0: <laughs> I, th- I feel like
1: um, I heard about that from from Lou, like uh, Lou reads Lou. Mm-hmm. He's he's real, you know, kind of goatsy goatsy fan boy. Um, has a has a goatsy coffee cup. No, he's yeah, he's showing pictures of it on his Facebook and stuff like that.
0: He's pretty into that particular... Uh, to that particular shock image. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. So I'm I played... I'm not going to put in the show notes. Oh, put <laughs> in the show notes? Nope. So, That's... <laughs> yes, if anyone's listening to this, they can look it up them damn Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, and, you, you, know, it, you know... You know. You, you say... Okay, so you say, if you haven't seen it, don't go look at it because it's gross, but they're going to go look at it. And I think That's... that... Given the pool yeah. that we generally draw from for our for 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 listeners, it's fairly likely that they've seen
1: it. Yeah, they they've seen it. Yeah. What is um? That's a big Sean Elliott thing on his Twitter is the don't look at this. Oh <laughs> yeah. You or know, never click this. Yeah. And it's always the worst fucking shit, and I always do it. Yeah. Like. Blah blah. Stop it, Sean.
0: Yeah. So I, or I played, never stop. <laughs> never stop, but never stop. Wait. So you say I never stop. So he will stop.
1: Never stop stopping.
0: Okay. Never stop stopping. There we Just go. stop. Um, yeah. So I played the demo of the Stanley Parable last night. Yeah. Um, I've already bought the full game, but I heard that the demo was its own thing.
1: Yeah. If you imagine, so the, the game is more like, so if you imagine the the game kind of being a, a, a hub with spokes mm-hmm. with, you know, eight to 12 different spokes on it, um, the demo is like a total separate. So yeah, imagine, yeah. yeah, imagine like eight to 12 of those little, ex- yeah, little experiences like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It was delightful. It was like somebody made something specifically for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It's really great. I ended up eventually, like, I got, I don't know, 80% mm-hmm. of the stuff on my own, 80 to, to 90. And then I ended up looking just on YouTube for the rest. Right. Some of which because it requires some real ridiculous dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, but And I would recommend the same. You know, like, after you think you found everything, start kind of like, and you really have dug around. Um, start doing a little lurking around on the thread and you'll see hints at things, other things to do.
0: Okay. So, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, 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 it's, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I was very impressed by it. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole. Wait, 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 wait. We need to do the spooky names. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. (laughs) All right. Let's
1: not leave that in either. I meant to actually do that. I've just been sleepy. (laughs) It's fine. My name is Gary Murderfield. My name is Skull Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro video games podcast.
0: And in this incredibly spooky Halloween episode of our program, we're talking about Eternal Darkness, which is a survival horror game developed by Silicon Knights and published by Nintendo for the GameCube in 2002. The scary thing is, Silicon Nights.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> Silicon Nights and Silicon Days.
0: <laughs> Silicon Days turning into Silicon Nights. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh Whoa.
0: man, something's making a an ad. Oh, is this a spooky bit? Are we being spooky?
1: <laughs> I don't have any browsers open that could be playing. The only thing I have open is the notes, oh. and it just played a Musidex ad. It did it in Skype why would you do that what the skype? fuck skype
0: microsoft oh, that's the, that, that, the, that,
1: that's the worst what are you doing i don't want to hear a mucinex ad like people like if you can you imagine being on a conversation and just a mucinex
0: ad just like pops up in the middle of it oh that's like that's bad gary why do you like mucinex so much like i, I, under, I, under, I understand that you know occasionally you have congestion and it gets in the way of you living your life but you know well, that's that's the the choices I make as a strip jammer.
1: Like that's <laughs> that's what
0: I've chosen to live with. I don't bite it.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's annoying. Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't. I, I hit a stop on it. Hopefully it doesn't pop up again. Well, hopefully that's um, not
0: like a thing that just happens in Skype now. Yeah, just
1: a new update, not usable. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, so new so update, yeah.
0: entirely unsuited to the purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, we'll let's start that again
0: uh alexander roivas uh savior spelled backwards uh real subtle guys and first
1: name uh, are
0: <laughs> well was it alexander the 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 god of the protector of humans or something like an ancient samaria something also like
1: that. it's backwards it's ard naz keep keep
0: trying go for it man i think is correct Ardnazila
1: yeah, Arnezila. I had a Ardna social Zila studies savior.
0: I had a social studies teacher my sophomore year of high school that any word that you said to him, he could say backwards. Oh, that's interesting. It's a really crazy. Like he's an awesome guy. Like a little religious for my yeah. taste, but uh, but like a really super cool dude who did like theater and uh, could say whatever word you said to him backwards, no matter what. That, Never yeah, that, able to stump that,
1: him. That's a real way to make a like if you want to be a teacher and you want to be popular. Uh huh. Learn like a trick like that. He- because, yeah, I mean, that's going to be endlessly popular with any – I mean, I guess if you just want to be a popular human. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd no. spend, like, a long time with that guy at a party.
0: Yeah, no, like at just a bar, turns- just kind of like, hey, yeah. you know, try just say any word to me and I'll do it. And it's kind of oh, – Yeah, okay.
1: like, I'll do I'll do five words and if, if you can do them all, I'll buy you a drink. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's great. And then mm-hmm. he would turn down the drink. <laughs> and then, and then, ask me if I would seen the tree or the light. Or, <laughs>
0: seen the tree. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what religion is you, that? Well, it's it's, it's what, you know. The, the true thing is that uh, that that is our reference. One of my uh, friends growing up was Jewish, and we sent away for a manual that was how to talk to your Jewish friends about Christ and Christianity. Oh no! And it said, don't you know? It had a list of suggested terms to use, and instead of calling it the cross, you should call it the tree. <laughs> and, and then Jewish people find that more acceptable. Uh, so, is, is less accusatory, I, I guess. I, I don't. I and, and and doesn't make any
0: fucking sense, sense at all. <laughs> well, no, um, like in, uh, in 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 old hymns, they would refer to it. You know, born to die upon the tree. Like oh. they, they called it the tree, like way back when. But
1: uh but yeah, yeah. That, I guess that sets off. It's less of a trigger warning for. <laughs>
0: for so, the chosen people t- t- so. G- like tumblr jewish social justice warriors
1: yeah <laughs> like, yeah. i'm sick of all these references to crosses yeah why no, can't we call it
0: trees like what, well, like what? Well, how ableist is it that i have to drive up to a drive up to where two streets meet and they call it a <laughs> crossroads
1: yeah, yeah. Like, to be a tree roads yeah
0: um, <laughs> uh, well, well, okay, so that's going to be either extrasode or filed under the anti Semitic.
1: Yeah. Let's <laughs> put that in the that, anti-Semitic that anti Semitic. We,
0: we got it to be funny. We didn't yeah. get it because we were going <laughs> to,
1: we really wanted to actually, you know, even at a very young age, religion was funny to me yeah. and, and my friends. Like the the idea that that was a thing was pretty hilarious oh, in, yeah, in yeah. eighth grade. So the, uh yeah, we were not actually anti Semitic. I know.
0: No, no. I just uh, that—that's that, a thing that comes up. How to witness to people? I was man,
1: um, just to, to, by way of an anti-advertisement. Yeah, uh, I was watching, you know, surfing around YouTube, and I found some YouTube uh, YouTube channel. And this guy does. It says like side quest and digressions mm-hmm. is the name of it. And I'm not even going to put it in the show notes because I don't want people to go to it because he's like he's just kind of like you know takes a he's got a kind of annoying voice does these little animations he talks about game mechanics and it's kind of interesting you know he's like oh there's lots of different ways to do a life bar like mario brother has this mario has an implicit life bar based on how big he is and like just kind of talks about things yeah but he's for some reason like he never learned that you shouldn't be racist to jewish people like he's not generally racist all the time but every once in a while he'll make some reference about like i skipped that coin some jewish guy's gonna be mad and it comes out of nowhere. Like, it's in generally, yeah. like, kind of intelligent mm. conversation. And then out of, like, just, you know, anti-Semitism. <laughs> and it's just like, Jesus Christ, you know, just, like, you know, stopwatch. But the uh, yeah. uh, it is just really surprising yeah. that that's still still kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Not that racism is still a thing, but that, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess no. maybe, you, you know, maybe I'm just kind like, of making a false equivalency with YouTube with, like, TV. And that's nope. why it feels shocking. Okay. You know, because it's produced like a TV show. You know, mm-hmm. and then that's not the kind of thing you end up seeing on uh, on television. Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that just comes out. It seems like such just a uh, such a bizarre racism to have to me. It,
1: it or, w- made me mad about it. Was it wasn't a good joke or anything? Yeah, like, yeah. I wish, like, like I, mean, just, I wish I wish these people who you know who do things like this would sometimes realize how little you're losing if you just give it up. Uh huh. Like you know, like write a better joke. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do better than that. If at best it's a cheap punchline, but it wasn't. You know there's no work put into it. It's just a toss off line. Like you mm-hmm. can just make better art and be a better person in the process. Yeah, right. You know, you don't have like one can follow the other. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. Mm.
1: I'll take uh, this. Don't, yeah. Don't watch that. <laughs> yeah. People who listen to this on extra. episode.
0: um, I'm going to go clean house. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right later, man. See ya.
1: Bye.